Welcome to Bad Sports. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Eric Grundy. With me is Mark Bradford. What's up, everybody? How are you doing? Hope you're enjoying your weekend. I hope everything's going well. Mark, how you doing? Good, man. It's a beautiful day outside. Still a little chilly. It's very um, cold. It's, it's deceptively cold where we're at. In the sunshine, it's pretty warm. That's what's weird about Michigan. It's like, oh, is it, if the sun's out, it can look really warm, mm-hmm. but then it's not. But I noticed in the parking lot, all the cars that were in the sun had all the frost melting off of them. Yep. And all the cars that were in the shade were like ice blocks. Absolutely. I had to, <laughs> I had to scrape frost off my car, and I'm like, God had, damn it, dude, it's April. We had the snow on the ground doing? in Holland yesterday. Yeah, I've seen that too. Yeah, but then again, sometimes it's a little warm. and So you think I can get away with wearing a sweatshirt, and then it gets cold, and then you're like, my God, that, what are we doing? That are wind we? starts blowing. Yeah. All right, so you're bowling for the chip today. Yeah, well, we bowled for one on Friday, and check this out. Yeah. So it's happened? a point system, best out of 24 points. Mm-hmm. You get a, so you're bowling the person against you, so number, number one spot versus number one spot, number two, two, number three versus three, four versus four. Okay. Um, so basically you're bowling who's opposite on you in the lane, and when you beat them in a game, it's a point. Mm. And then the grand total <clears throat> of the teams at the end is worth three. So we get down to it and we tally the points, and we are up 13-11 at the end. So we're like, yeah, we won. Sweet. We outright won the championship. And all of a sudden they're like, hold on, hold on. The points were done wrong. They actually got one more point than they thought. So we tied 12-12. Oh. And instead of doing a one-game roll-off, because the lanes really broke down, and we're like, and I was hammered, dude. By this point, oh, I was, by this point, I was drunk. I think I threw up in my driveway again. <laughs> it's <laughs> a tradition. It's now. a tradition. It's a Friday morning <laughs> tradition. I got my bag of Arby's. So I'm just like, Ugh. and the funny thing is, is I fell asleep. I fell asleep on my couch. Didn't even eat my Arby's till the next morning. Mm. And uh, so instead of doing a one game roll off, we're like, we like these guys. They like us. We'll split it. We'll split the winnings oh, for. Okay. We'll split the winnings for the championship because we each won a quarter. So we'll, we'll just split the winnings for a championship. Whatever we're gonna take home, we'll we'll split it together. So that was pretty cool. Did they accept that? Yeah, it was or mostly just like I wanted. To, I wanted to roll for it. Would, but then again, I was like, uh, I don't even remember if I put my bowling balls away. To be honest, I'm gonna find out today if I did. I'm kind of surprised they didn't have a tiebreaker rule because in some sports, if it comes to a tie in the it main would score, be, it should be grand total pins for the season, which we would have won by like 400. But I wasn't gonna put up a fight See, I, for it. I didn't know that that was even. I wasn't gonna put up a fight for it. I like these guys. They're all they're like, all four cool guys. If I were to get say, hey, comes down to grand total points, which then we would have won, but. Or like whatever. Maybe even strikes in the games. I don't know. No, it would come down grand total for the season. Well, congrats. That's a cool way to end it. I mean, it's not like there's a trophy or nothing, but yeah, that's cool though. It's cool that you guys can agree to just not take it so seriously and just be like, yeah, oh, fuck it, we'll split it. Yeah, well, uh, between us two teams, we're already going to take most of the money for the league. So, what were the earnings? If you don't mind me asking, we we'll, won't know till next. Till next week, I'll probably get four or five hundred bucks. You? As a team, we'll probably split oh. two two grand. No shit, huh. and you, that you guys split the pot. 
Like if you got oh, I say as a team. So as a team, we'll oh. win. Damn man. But it'll probably be a little over a thousand dollars as a team, and because we're gonna, you know, split, it'll be a little bit less. But okay, I'll probably get four or five hundred. That's bucks. nice, just for doing what you like. God, I wish I got. Well, it. considering I, all the money I spend there, it's I'm definitely not even close <clears throat> to breaking even. Man, I wish I thirty-two would get money in 50. thirty-two weeks, twenty bucks a week. That's what six forty. Plus, p- plus just all the alcohol I drink there. Yeah, that's true. That's Dude, I mean, especially on Friday. In my time there, I've probably spent tens of thousands of dollars, like tens over of ten thousand. Oh, Doing it for it fifteen years straight. Yeah. Some some seasons, three leagues. Mm. Well, you're give a lot of my money to bowling. No, that's what keeps it around, though. You it's know? only right that they give some back. Plus, I love Wangers, dude. Shout out Wangers. Shout out Wangers. How, yeah. how how was your week? Sorry, I went it was on very home. uneventful. So that's okay. I mean, I didn't do much. Just uh, <clears throat> just some housekeeping. Hung out with some friends Friday night. Just kind of, I was fucking tired at the end of the week. Oh, but it was kind of rainy too. I'm excited for it to be nice again. <coughs> I want to go out and start just running nice and I know, man. I want to ride my bike and stuff, but it's it's gonna be fucking cold and I don't feel like it. Gonna hit the seventy mark on Wednesday, but it's gonna be thunder, thunderstorms. Hmm. Well, and you have such this, is life. You have this big window that would be perfect to watch thunderstorms, but you have a brick wall. Yeah. This is very like New York, Chicago ish, right here, which is kind of cool. Yeah. You should start. <laughs> if you stand at the right angle, you can see the city skyline. You should start throwing just paint balloons over there and make some art. I've thought about doing a mural, like just not not, not actually, but like how funny it would be to just start fucking tagging my wall, right? <laughs> Anyways, moving on to the sports news. Right off the grip, rest in peace, Dwayne Haskins. If you have not heard, he passed away this weekend down in Florida. Yeah, I think it was yeah, southern Florida. Got hit uh, by a dump truck, believe it or not. Is that true? That's what the report said. Very... Very shocking. He's a young athlete. And I don't even want to just recognize him as an athlete or a football player. That's what he's most known as. But whenever people perish, I always like, you know, this is a person. We don't, like, just because he played football, that's not all he was. He was an actual person who did many things, football included. But because people like his mom aren't looking at him as a football player. That's like he's someone's son. He's someone's friend comrade i'm sure this guy had a huge impact on the people around him terrible to hear it's just another reminder of how uh, delicate life is it's pretty terrifying it's sad i mean i know a few steelers fans i haven't since it's new i haven't talked to him at work but it's yeah it's got a it's got to be a blow for the team as well thinking about it from a football standpoint Yeah, and you did ask an interesting question earlier before the show. Does that, f- you were like, does that free up a lot of cap space? <laughs> it sounds awful to ask, but at the same time, it is something that I'm sure they're addressing as a team. Like, well, what, what do you do? And the terrible chance that something happens to your player. I'm curious why. This is why there's lawyers involved. I'm sure there's a lot. There has on. to be like some type of. I wonder if the NFL offers like some type of like life insurance or something. Yeah. Because for 
a life like that, you know, as like his family or his spouse. I don't know if he was married. I think he might have been, or at least had a girlfriend. I believe her name's Tamara. <clears throat> but so she is, and if he has children too, they have the potential that they would have had hundreds of millions of dollars to grow up with. And now they don't. I'm wondering if there's any type of like policy that the NFL has or. That's what life insurance is for, so you can continue yeah. the lifestyle that you have, or I mean, at least, at least, because he owns million dollar house, house I'm yeah. sure, a couple of them, a lot of hundred thousand dollar cars. Yeah, who? How does all that get paid for now? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I don't know how the NFL handles these things. But even regardless, if he did yeah. have kids or a girlfriend, someone would like his mom. Someone in his family would be. I'm assuming getting something or like even like his agent, like what's going on with that. Yeah. Uh, I have a feeling this isn't going to go away for a while. There's going to be a lot of development coming out about it. I mean, regarding all aspects of the tragedy that it is. Uh, Rest in peace. That's all I can say about that. Yeah. I'm just wondering, like... It was a dump truck, so I'm thinking maybe he was like alone on a run. That's what I mean. I'm curious. Like maybe how headphones this... in his headphones in his ears, which I do. I, th- <laughs> I don't run, but <laughs> when I walk my dog, I have headphones in my ears. I was. It just seems weird. Not like weird, suspicious or anything, but yeah. But is there's always that mystery and that question of like, but what really happened? You know, like what how did this terrible thing happen? It's worth investigating. And I'm sure we'll hear more about it as time goes on. Moving on, what... So there's another... There, oh, but actually, before we move on, do you want to talk about what Adam Schefter got in trouble for? Oh, I don't think it's a huge... So <clears throat> I'm going to have to paraphrase really? this quote because yeah. I just I read it yesterday. He said, um, Ohio State standout... Or Dwayne Haskins, Ohio State standout... Um, before he couldn't, he mentioned that he couldn't really fit in or find a stride with Washington and now he was with Pittsburgh, but people got up in arms that he didn't, that he mentioned anything negative when referring to him. I thought it was, I thought it was really interesting that he said that. I'm not the kind of person that's going to get outraged over a tweet, but. He did. I can kind of see why people would be upset and how why he chose to acknowledge something that they, like just kind of is irrelevant at this point. Yeah, said like, really struggled to find his footing with Washington, which really should have been left out. Of. It's not even recent, dude. That was like literally a year yeah. ago. Not even. I mean, he's with the Steelers now, who is doing. I guess. From what I've even seen in preseason, he seemed like he is fitting in well. He seemed to be playing better with the Steelers. Tomlinson picked him up for a reason. Who like uh, bringing up Washington themselves aren't doing very well. It's not really fucking Dwayne Haskins, anyways. Like they're a fucking struggle bus at the moment. It was just kind of strange for him to bring that up. When anytime someone passes, you should only focus on yeah, the just- positives. Well, I mean, unless it's like Hitler or somebody, or I—I I mean, Jesus Christ! I guess like if, Stalin, I, if you, you can have to make that, ex- like, if to even mention that, duh. But 
Dwayne Haskins is a person that was respected by many. You should just mention the op, the the positives. Yeah. There's no fucking reason to. He also, I believe, was the greatest Ohio State quarterback to have ever played. Yeah. He broke all his records. So it's a shame. That uh, his name's gonna be because remembered for a long time. Maybe he could have been the one to break the Ohio State curse of not being a good quarterback in the NFL. But I guess we'll never know. You know, even though they signed Mitch Trubisky, I feel like they Tomlinson was probably expecting a battle between Haskins and Trubisky, and I was actually pretty excited to see that because I know Trubisky isn't someone that's going to lock down any fucking job, not at this point in his career. It's sad seeing someone like Dwayne, so young, had a lot of potential. 24. Very, very young. Uh, Terrible. Rest in peace. Big ups. Sidebar, I am very distracted by this brand new tear I found in my jeans. Yeah, it looks pretty bad. Looks like you scraped it. Is that from last night? No, dude, I didn't do shit last night. Oh, sorry, is that from Friday? Could be. (laughs) Could have had a little slip. A little slip and fall, a little slip and dip. So what do you got coming up for us? You found an interesting story about the NFL. New news. I I wanted to mention it on last week's, or the last episode, but I kind of forgot. So the NFL says all teams must add minority offensive coach. It expands the Rooney rule to now include women. All 32 teams uh, will hire a minority offensive assistant coach for the 2022 season, part of a series of policy enhancements announced Monday to address the league's ongoing diversity efforts. <clears throat> uh, it, yeah, the coach can be a female or a member of an ethnic or racial minority. I would like to add that I doubt they're looking for Chinese people. I think it's a very specific minority that they want. Do you agree? It's a very specific type of minority. You know, I don't, it sucks that we... It sucks that we even really have to talk about it. I think you're right. Because, like, I feel forced equality is not equality at all. It sucks that it has to be forced. I definitely think the Brian Flores lawsuit has an impact on this. This is probably their reaction to it. They're trying to clean up their reputation as much as possible in the diversity field. Uh, um, I, I can't really I'm not surprised I, I'm also for it I just again it was the, I'm for diversity I'm I for just the, don't know how like I'm for the best person getting the job I'm, That's what I am too I am If it just Which, happens hey, to be a diverse person Sure are but, they, I, what, about the, what about the lack of diversity on the field itself Like That's the best person getting the job a lack of diversity that, on the field is the best person getting the job. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, because it's like, imagine if they had to have a diverse quarterback, you know. Or like, then what if it was like, what if that that policy Probably extended be. to the players as well? You need to have at least half Tell of you what. every ethnicity. You need to have Mac, You need to have every. You need to have a Chinese player in your team. He's got to be young way. Young way coup. You need every team needs a young way coup. Because, I mean, we're going to get canceled for this. No, no way. <laughs> I'm just joking. I just don't. When you're forcing diversity, I just don't know where it is. Um, the coach must also work closely with the head coach and the offensive staff with the goal of oh. increasing minority participation in the pool of offensive coaches that eventually produces the most sought-after candidates for head coaching positions. 
In addition to the offensive assistant coach mandate, the league also added women to the language of the Rooney Rule at all levels. It will now read that women and or people of color can satisfy the requirement to interview two external minorities for top positions, including head coach. Get this. Women are not required to be interviewed, but they are now included in the fulfillment process, meaning you can just put a put a woman like on your list of people and then not actually talk to them at it's all. Pro- you know what? I see a lot Because they're not going to give you the answers you want to hear. I can see a lot of nepotism happening. We're like, oh, well, you know what? I'll just I'll hire my daughter and yeah. she'll do that job. Um, and then you're going to have that mm-hmm. issue. It's like, oh, okay, well, not family. People are just going to find loopholes as, as wherever they can. Yeah, um, it is possible that a team could interview two white women for an open head coach position to satisfy the Rooney rule and then make a hire without ever interviewing a person of color. But they really? say that's two like women, two, that's okay. I think it's kind of weird. They'll do two white women for one colored person. Yeah. That's kind of, it's just, it's kind of funny to me that like two white women equals one colored person in terms of PC wild to me like i said that that's the only thing it's like there this is i think they're just i'm not saying that there isn't racism in the nfl i think brian there was i think there was some shady shit going on in miami with brian flores um i'm not saying i don't know how a lot of people are denying it but i definitely especially even in prior years with the shit that went on with washington with their owner and how they were treating women in their facility I wouldn't be surprised one fucking bit if there was some racism at all. I think Brian Flores probably had some weird shit going on. That's why he's with Mark Tomlinson in Pittsburgh, who's like the only other black head coach. Um, no. Caldwell. Oh, yeah. At the t- is there any? Oh, uh, no, who was then, the guy the who, who coached? He, yeah, he the coached head Texans. coach of Dallas for all those years. What was his name? Playoffs? Oh, wait, that's not him. What was his name? Playoffs he's, was what? He's like, he's not... Yes, he's a Hall of Famer now. He was the coach of the the Cowboys for a long time. What's his? Oh, I don't know. He's black. Yeah, oh, I can't think of it. Anyways, uh, this is definitely the NFL reacting to Brian Flores' lawsuit, which does not look good, and it looks like it could have some traction. Yes, it's unfortunate. Yeah, I just think it's unnecessary. Which, I mean, whatever. It's I don't think it will have an effect on the game. No, not at all. I mean, if hopefully it has positive effects. I wouldn't mind seeing women like, coaching. Maybe they can bring something different. You never know. Um, I don't think the – I mean, just like offensive coordinator. I don't know. That would be pretty cool to see an offensive – like a female offensive coordinator shutting down McVay or like – some other defensive-minded coach, like Bill Belichick. Whitney. Whitney. <laughs> Here comes Whitney. Whitney Jones. <laughs> no, I, I would like to see it. I think it would be cool. And if this uh, is their way of negating racism, then so be it. Stop saying the R word. It's not what it's about. That is all we have for the NFL. Jumping into the MLB. Baseball's back, baby. Let's go. Opening day was actually on the 7th. 
but it really kicked off on the 8th and it's going on all weekend and I'm happy to watch some baseball a lot of exciting games starting off uh, actually the I think the headline of the weekend so far came took place in Japan Mark do you want to run away with yeah, this story? Yeah I, I, I do like Japanese baseball I wish there was a way to watch to watch it more I'm sure there is They have really well, fun names Well it's not yeah you're right it's not like broadcasted here often no uh japanese phenom ruki osaka throws 19 strikeout perfect game and record-setting performance uh um a record-setting performance that came sunday in japan's top professional league also struck out 13 consecutive batters at one point in the game which is a record in japanese pro ball featuring a fastball that routinely topped 100 miles per hour on a devastating fork ball Sasaki needed just 105 pitches to log the 94th no-hitter in Japanese pro history. Uh, and the first one since August 20, uh, since August 15th of 2020. Uh, it was the NBP's first perfect game since May 18th, 1994. Holy shit. Um, I, was, I think that throwing a perfect game in baseball is one of the most incredible things you can do in all of sports. It's an incredible feat that takes an insane amount of focus and composure. Composure, I think, is the key to uh, just keep, to be so consistent and composed and not, especially when it comes down to that final, the final inning, the final. And pitch. you're like, you have to, you're relying on your other uh, your defense a lot too. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember. Oh, yeah. Do yeah. Do you remember Armando Galarraga's perfect game that was taken away yeah. from one bad call? But do you remember, do the, remember the amazing play that happened? I um, forgot who the batter was, but Galarraga, I think, is, is one out in the eighth inning of the perfect game. And it may may have even been – this may have even occurred in the ninth inning. Their batter smoked something to deep left center field. And you have Austin Jackson, my favorite baseball player of all time, and probably one of the better center – when he was in his prime, he was probably the best – defensively the best center fielder. Not a great arm. Defensively, the best center yeah. fielder. Could cover the most ground, dude. And it's a deep fly ball all the way back to the warning track. And Jackson is running back over his shoulder, looking at it, leaps, makes the catch. And it's uh, it's like one of the m- more memorable quotes from Detroit baseball where you have Rod Allen just screaming, Oh, Jackson! Like, it, that's it, that's something that was, like, that was like a soundbite for Detroit sports for a while. And that was like one of the highlights. And then it's all taken away on the final out on a probably one of the worst blown calls in sports history. Um, shit, I can't remember the umpire's name. I used to not be able to forget his name. Um, what happened again? Was it like a just? Did it, was a, it was a routine. He first. called him safe when at he, first? when the throw beat the guy by a yeah. half a step. Was it at first though? It was at first. Yeah, I do remember that. God damn it, man! It was so Jimmy. bad. So bad. Yeah, and pretty the, sure that ump actually the apologized. Ump, yeah, he was like, he was like, Afterwards. I blew it. Yeah, he actually cried about it. I think. I think well, he cried on. What? He was like, I took. He was like, I took. I took the perfect game from that kid. He was like, yeah, he deserves perfect game, and I took it from asshole. him. You fucking. And then I think it was the next time. That umpire was the the head umpire in Comerica Park. Armando Galarraga came out and gave him the scorecard. So he gave him the batting order card to – what was his fucking name? I think his last name was Jones. Gave it to Jones, 
and they shook hands, and I think you see the umpire wipe a tear from his eye. Yeah, I think the pitcher definitely. Um, and then Chevy gave Armando Galarraga a brand new Corvette. Oh, yeah. which was pretty cool. He handled that really well as a pitcher, even though it was very frustrating. I, I had a lot of respect for him and how he. And then that it. was one of the main factors in the talks of implementing a review system in baseball. Absolutely, dude. Are you kidding me? Like, I was thinking. Oh, like watching the Tigers opening day, which we'll get to later. I was one asking myself, my God, can you imagine if we had no technology, no cameras, like the, how difficult it would actually be to uh, just even like watch a game, make the calls for it. Like, I mean, back in the day, they like those umps, they just had their eyes. They didn't have a fucking screen to look at and do like a slow-mo replay. Yeah. They were like, oh, if yeah. they just like... And remember, they're they're eighty two years old. They're all old. I'm just joking. Some they're of like them they're like old sixty eight year old umpires with bad memories and visions. At least back in the day. Now they're a lot. They're young and they're pretty fit. Like <laughs> I'm joking again. But like, dude, I'm I imagine it's tough to. Call. I'm surprised at some NFL refs at how like buff those guys are. I'm like, why? <laughs> why do you have this bodybuilder body? <laughs> well, they're probably former athletes themselves, but. There's so like um, just to make those calls of like whether or not it hit the line. Like now you almost need technology. It's insane. So moving, moving on to the weekend. Very exciting. The Yankees had a hot start. Giancarlo Stanton became the first player to homer against Boston in six straight games, hitting a tie-breaking two-run drive in the sixth inning that gave the Yankees a 4-2 win over their fucking bitter rivals, the Red Sox. Two teams that I couldn't hate more. Yeah. The Yankees and the Red Sox. Yep. I think I'd love it if both of them missed the playoffs. That'd be great. I'll tell you what, if there's ever a salary cap in baseball, you guys are fucked. Oh, fucked. You Absolutely. guys are so Yankees fucked. are the first one. First Yankees ones. First, yeah. Done. And then, but back in the day, Tigers would have been the ones to go to. Like yeah. we, we've spent two hundred and fifty plus million dollars on our team before. I kind of wish baseball would have a cap. I'm sick of all this. They bullshit. can't. They can't. It's it's too big now. Well, there's too. There's already too much money into it. Yeah, Pandora's box has already been open. It's you can't. If really, you have a cap, then you have to. You, you still have to pay your stars, and then you can't pay anybody else. I used to be naive, and I was like, Ooh, the NFL should do the same thing. I think they should have no cap. But then I'm like, oh, Yo, no, no cap. I'm, I'm <laughs> no cap. I wish no they cap. Had no I cap. want no cap. I, I'm so glad the NFL has a fucking cap. Can you imagine how many super teams there'd be? Well, even LA the NBA, is already a super the, team. the NBA has a salary cap, but it's fucking ridiculously big. So you may not even, you may as well not go. even have one at all. And I bet you that's due to the negotiations with the players' union, because that's probably same with the MLB. Like, my God, if they try to put a salary cap, there'd be a lockout <sighs> and a heartbeat. Dude, I think the salary cap in NHL is like less than a hundred million. Really? Yeah. At one point, it was like forty-five. It, uh, you know what? I I believe you because I know NHL players get paid significantly less. Significantly less. So a lot, but significantly less than just about any other sport. Anyways, Yankees they are off to a hot start against the Red Sox. Kyle Gibson struck out ten and tossed two hits. In this over seven-inning shutout innings to lead the Phillies to a 4-2 win over the Oakland Athletics. Phillies off to a hot start as well. Bryce Harper, NL, 
MVP last year. They're looking. They're probably gonna have a strong season. Oakland A's. I don't know. Seems like they're giving out a lot of their players. They they seem to be in a rebuild. If I am understanding correctly, and I, you know, our beloved Tigers. They had a pretty dramatic opening day as well. Javier Baez, their big signing in the offseason, had a dramatic walk off hit that gave the Tigers the five four win over Chicago. It's a walk off home run, in fact. Yes, and well, they the rules say it was did not have the lead once until that final hit that Javier nailed out to left field. Right or, field. Sorry, right field, and it hit the wall. See, that's where I'm. I'm glad it was a home run. I mean, <clears throat> the rules say it's a home run, but if it's out, it's out. If it's not, it's not. If it's out of the if it's out of the playable field, I agree with that. if it's out of the playable field, it's a home run. If it's not... I think it should have been... Like I think said, it should have been a live ball. Yeah. Not an out, but off the wall. You can't you can't make a, a out on a ball that's off the wall, mm-hmm. even if you catch it or not. So why the outfielder made a signal like he caught it, which, I mean, he's supposed to, but... Yeah, but in he, the was, end, he started it, jogging, too, like that's yes, it. He started jogging like that was it, which was, I think, him trying to sell that he, in fact, caught it off of his glove, tipped it off his glove, and then... But the fact for Baez to just kind of trot like it was a home run when he rounded, like, see, that's one thing in baseball, like, ground ball, just always bust your ass, dude, always run. Granted, at the pro level, I'm sure it's different. But, see, in my opinion, and it barely hit the yellow line. Just barely. If you, I think it's ridiculous that that's considered a home run. I am too. It's in the field. Not only was it in the field, it was in the guy's glove. Should not be an out. No. Should be a live ball, and he then has to throw it. But you see if – yeah. And I don't even I don't even remember when they implemented the yellow line. Like, I know I know that if you hit the foul, the foul post, that's a home run. But, like, if it's just so funny to me that if you hit the top part of the wall, that's also a home run. How? It doesn't – it didn't go over, though. Like, I think it – if it comes in, it should still – it's just funny. They're like, no, no, home run. Yeah. Home run. Like I said, that's, that's what I think, too. I it's mean, like, it's already it's pretty difficult to hit a home run at Comerica Park. It's definitely a pitcher's ballpark. Okay. Yeah, it's like 420. 420 to center. Yeah. Three. It's 335, I don't know, maybe even like 350 to left and right. Yeah. But it used to be deeper to left till they put the bullpen over there, mm-hmm. and which brought it in. This game, so that was the ending of it. Tigers. Good to see Baez. Yeah, he was doing that. That was his first game as a Tiger. What a reputation he's already, what an impression he's given us. This game was really exciting, though. It started to rain at the end, too, which just made it look really suspenseful. Um, Miguel Cabrera contributed. He had a very important hit that that sank in the right field a little bit. He tied it up 3 3. Yeah, tied it up on the first pitch. Eighth inning. Uh, they ended up losing uh, on Saturday, but that was. Uh, I'm just happy they got that one. The Chicago White Sox look really good. I don't know how they lost that one. Their their reliever fucking their closer is just fucked up. There was one where um looks like all our struggles are going to be pitching this year. One of the pitchers, like he started giving in runs, losing his composure, and then the, on the very next pitch, 
uh, he fucking hit Scope like almost in the face. And Damn. that that was just like I think that lowered the bases up and that got that thing got things going. Oh, speaking of getting hit in the face, uh, the Mets <laughs> and the Nationals had a spat. Did you see that? Mm-mm. Oh, I gotta pull this up. Hang on. Speaking of getting hit in the face. No, I watched it on. Uh... Actually, talk about baseball real quick. While I pull this up. Baseball, you know, America's pastime. Tell us a story Been about around Little like Mark. A, for like a hundred... Oh, uh, Little Mark. I'm just, I don't know. Little you Mark got, you played... Got funny baseball stories? Little Mark played in her... Yeah, I got a funny baseball story. I once warmed the bench for an entire season. <laughs> I was the only person, the only first-year player to make the team senior year. Everybody was mad at me because it was my first year. I didn't have a white jersey, so they couldn't wear their white jerseys because I didn't have one. Um, and it wasn't very fun. But, you know, I didn't quit, stuck to it, and uh, didn't go pro. What a shocker, right? Damn. Yeah, I, I actually to... ran into, so Josh Flairmone, his yeah. brother, was, he cut me from the freshman team. No and shit. I actually ran into him at a, a cornhole tournament. And I'm like, remember when you cut me from the team? He's like... Yeah, sorry about that. I'm like, it's all right, man. I obviously didn't go pro, so. No but he's shit. A, he's a cool guy though. He's real cool. Yeah. My brother, him and my him and my brother, are like friends now. I'm like, great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember I went out for baseball my sophomore year for the JV team, and we had this guy named Coach Livingston. He was an absolute asshole to me. Yeah. He wasn't EJ's dad. No, um, no, oh, this is the JV coach. He, okay. I think Grajewski was a His the varsity was a coach. Dickhead too. He was a varsity coach and a dickhead. Probably very strict. Um, mm. Livingston, uh, this guy, you could tell he was a like a failed baseball player. He was really close to making it big, but like, just kind of was like really too passionate about it and like kind of hard on us. I can't remember the name of our coach. I think it might have been. But he, I don't know, he put me on for the freshman team, which I didn't even think was allowed, but I was a sophomore playing on the freshman team. My skill level fit, for sure. I should have been playing with them. But I remember one time we were playing indoors in a gym. We were practicing, sorry. We were practicing in a gym, and our walls had, do you remember that, like, the old gymnasium had, like, that cream white yeah. paint on them? Yeah, dude. Travis Cook was at first base. I was at second no, yeah, second, and he fucking threw a pitch to me, dude. Or sorry, he threw a ball. He was our pitcher too, and he threw a ball that had a curve on it, and I tough just, to see in the on that. Yeah, in that the backdrop. white wall, dude. Yeah, and I missed it, and he clocked me right in the nose. Ooh. And we uh, just had new gym, a new gym floor put in, and I was just like, what, the second day, and I'm bleeding on it. And Coach Livingston just stood in front of me and said, "Cover your nose, cover your nose." cover your nose and then he yelled at me for not covering my nose and he grabbed my shirt and covered it for me because I was probably concussed I bitched him out dude I, I remember I was seeing stars I couldn't even move I just stood there bleeding baseball wasn't that important to me for a coach for to let a coach do something like that to me <clears throat> wasn't that important to me yeah man it was hard to stay with it I don't mind I didn't mind playing I was more of an outfielder myself I'm like you're lucky I don't tell my fucking mom yeah you don't want asshole. Karen to come here so the Mets and the Nationals played. They had a bench-clearing brawl because Francisco Lindor got 
beamed in the face or in the head. Check this out, dude. This is pretty gnarly. I don't... Do you think this is intentional? Like, this is pretty fucked up if it was. Last year for the righty reliever. We've been told this is a fluid bullpen. Uh, no. I don't think so. He went into bunt. Oh, no. I think he went into bunt and uh, just got away from him. Buck Showalter is immediately out. We talked about how this was a really tense game yesterday. And both dugouts are out there on the field. Dugouts have cleared. Bullpens are coming out now. Three Mets hit by a pitch what yesterday. What a stupid fucking haircut. It sounded like Buck and Dave had cleared the air. They know that they're trying to find a grip on these new baseballs, and it's just really tough. But you've got a star like Lindor. You're trying to see him have a turnaround year with this club that he has signed a, such a big contract with. Important to note, though, that was scary. I see Nelson Cruz out there. Oh my God. It was right at his head, dude. Uh, you, well, yeah, but he's not. He's not. He didn't at, really. It also on. looks like. It. Dude. But you see how he's like down into it because he's he bunting. He lowered the level of his head. Nope. He did not move closer to the but the plate. It just lowered. He did. Yeah, not. he lowered it as in it would have hit him in like mid the part neck. of his back. No, not the mm. neck. No, I don't think any pitcher would ever throw at somebody's head on purpose, knowing that you can so. full on kill somebody. No, you don't throw it to somebody. No, I'm trusting that a okay. pitcher wouldn't do so that. So I'll give I'll give him the benefit of the doubt because I don't know how hard it is. And I, I don't can't know. Throw a pitch it also that depends fast. on the score. Wasn't don't they have a runner on second and um, go bed where it scores to yeah. score? Yeah, they had a uh, it was four three with the runner on second. Not it's not really the time no you want it. No not, odds either. Not really the time that you would want to. It's possible. Give, give, when it they're could, when they have the lead, you don't want to put another runner on the base when there's already one on second. With You're right, that is, uh, it's counterintuitive. And it was the advantage. second. And it was the second pitch. Yeah. You, you don't really throw it somebody's head on your. Oh, that was pitch. the second pitch. Yeah, you ever. It's all about context when it comes to stuff this like this. Second pitch on the you, mound. I didn't know that. You, you have to know like the the game situation and, and stuff. Down, See, and down it's, one it's a close game. Mets, four three. It's a close game. So yeah, okay, maybe he didn't do it intentional. But okay, yeah. the, the reason why they think so is because that was uh, they hit. Do you? They hit them three times Thursday. That's why. Yeah, but do you know how? I mean, it's it's not easy to control a, a baseball night. man. So they hit, but they hit them three times. No, it's not. It just looks bad on them. That uh, sucks. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what to say. I mean, I'd have been pissed at the pitcher too. Moving on to college hockey, the Frozen Four, a very dramatic finish. Uh, unfortunately, your Wolverines did not pan out, but it no, was. I'm not upset. It was a great a, game. An amazing game. I watched it as well. It, it was such a good game to where I'm like, I can't even be angry at it. It was a, the, the goal they lost on was a rebound goal. Yeah. Put it off the goalie's pads. The same guy who shot it actually got the rebound back. It was quick. Like, one goal was already laid yeah. down in a little butterfly and. They they fought them to overtime uh, though. It was, they, and it was almost came the, back. the entire overtime. Yeah, three minutes left, I think. Really? Yeah, such a good game. So Denver actually won the national championship. They put a smack in on Minnesota State, five to one, which was crazy because Minnesota State actually had 
the lead 1-0 going into the third and Denver put up five goals. They were just on fire and they ended up winning. And with that being said, Michigan bringing them to overtime was... uh, Actually, no, Denver's only been... They've won 3-2 in their first outing and then 2-1. They've had some close games, but Michigan, that might have been the toughest one. The tough thing about the Michigan team is they're losing... They're they're losing like four of their best players, at least yeah. four. They had they because they have this four. They it. have thirteen draftees. It's kind of phenomenal that they actually didn't win it with how many the draft picks we said they well, had. Well, Denver had fourteen of them. Yeah, Denver's a very good team. They also won the championship in two thousand seventeen as well. This is nothing new for them. They've won quite a bit. Uh, Minnesota State was having. They also had their star goalie who helps them defeat Minnesota five to one in the Frozen Four, which. Yeah, good on them. They put a ass whooping on Minnesota. Unfortunately, they were also out shooting Denver in the finals, and they just let it slip away from them in the third period. Can you believe that? It all, like this entire tournament came down to the last fifteen minutes. It just where Denver just took away and won it. Yeah, it's crazy, crazy. But congratulations to Denver. And to Minnesota State, they had a good year. But you know I what? I mean, it sucks. I'm super happy with how Michigan's season turned out, and they should be proud. They should be proud. Making it to the four, Frozen Four is uh, it's honorable, man. Dude, I was watching that Owen Power kid play, and I'm like, there's a reason he's the number one draft pick. Yeah. Dude, he's big, fast, plays really strong defense, but uh, also loves to shoot the puck. And a great passer. Well... Good luck to them. I'm sure we that won't be the last time we hear about that, about those kids, if, if from all these kids in the Frozen Forum. And I'm curious to see how that goalie from Minnesota State does. I want to see a, a nice – I just want to see a, a phenom goalie enter the NHL. You know, we always talk about the Connor McDavid's and the Ovechkin's. I want to see a goalie, like, really stand out. There's a couple of them right now. I know uh, the Lightning have a really good goalie. Uh, that's all we got for college hockey. That's the end of the season. What a fantastic year it was. Very exciting. My Irish didn't do too bad either. They got knocked out just before the Frozen Four. Not mad about it. Moving on to the NBA. Not a lot going on. It's just getting really tight down to the MVP run. Teams are finishing out the year. This is the last week of uh, basketball. But I, th- I thought it was interesting. The Caesars Sportsbook has Cleveland's Evan Mobley at negative 200. Toronto's Scotty Barnes at plus 160. And Detroit's Cade Cunningham, their number one pick last year at the draft, at plus 800. I think if Detroit... Detroit's team overall was better that Cade uh, Cunningham would be more of a shoe-in, I would think. He's also not playing as much in some games. <clears throat> There's a few games where he I think played he needed, like 14 minutes. You need to give him all the minutes you can. I thought that was interesting, too. I'm, uh, I'm kind of... Especially when he's in a rookie of the year race. But I'm, I'm kind of skeptical with Dwayne Casey right now, and I know dude, that sounds this, crazy because they're point, doing terrible. But at this like, point, you have no team accolades. You have no team accomplishments. The only thing that we have hope for is a rookie, is, is a rookie of the year. Give him, give him all the fucking minutes he can take. I think they're trying to 
prevent injury? Like I don't Casey know. Hart. He's young, dude. Even if he gets injured, you I can't prevent injuries <clears throat> by by not playing him. I think experience you can, is everything. You can't Just keep playing. You him. can't prevent injuries by not playing. Somebody. You're also going to build chemistry as well. He should be because there were some games where he only played four, 14, 15 minutes. The team is. The, he's the. Honestly, I think he's the first step in the rebuild. He's whatever a, whatever rebuild they were trying to do the past three years, completely wasted. Yeah. Um, they need they need something. Yeah. I'm curious how they'll do in the draft, but this would have been a great momentum. We're swing probably for the gonna Pistons get. The, oh wait. Did. Does it? How does the NBA draft? Is it lottery style? Yeah, we'll just Fuck. get a lottery. Yeah, no, we we'll can get, get a bunch of lotteries. We can get a shit pick. The Lakers are still gonna get the wow, Lakers getting the first oh. pick guaranteed. <laughs> You think so? Yep. Real quick, I want to talk about the standings. For a so, with the NBA standings, the playoffs coming up, I just think it's uh, interesting that the, the Hornets made it. Um, you got the Utah Jazz looking kind of strong. They're in fifth in the West, though. The Suns and the Heat are on top. Do you think the Heat are going to make another push again? Because they're looking like they're coming out on top right now in the East. Yeah, dude. They're looking strong as ever. Chicago... They're in sixth. Uh, look at this. You got Cleveland in the playoffs. You also have uh, the Pelicans in the playoffs, but not the fucking Lakers or the Trailblazers. I'm kind of surprised the Trailblazers. I think the past few years have really put to rest that the whole no matter what team. But y'all don't say oh, that. <laughs> that no matter. No, that, that fits. LeBron <laughs> so no, Any team that LeBron is on is an automatic uh Championship contender, I think that's finally put to rest. Oh my god, can you imagine if the Cavs go far? That'd be amazing. I'm surprised that the Nets are in seventh. I think the Nets could be a, they could be a surprise. So could the eh. last the two East games is going to be interesting. Pretty pivotal for them because yeah. they can change positions, right? I'm actually really happy that Minnesota is in seventh in the West. They're in the playoffs. They fucking they were terrible last year, but I like I like their players. They got some. Uh, they got some good young players. I'm going to root for them in the playoffs. And the Nuggets, too. Look at that. That is all we have for basketball. Moving on to our final segment, which is F1. We had the Australian GP at 1 a.m. Uh, Eastern time for us. On the other side of the world. It looked like morning. Yep. What yeah, a beautiful day. Beautiful day in Australia. In Melbourne. Albert Park. What a race it was. Leclerc from Ferrari dominated. He had a very uh, successful race. He took first. Sergio Perez second. George Russell with the third place podium. So real quick, George Russell, technically, he qualified really well last year in Belgium. Uh, He qualified in second place. And the Belgian Grand Prix ended up getting canceled because it rained so hard. So they just gave him a podium that was like, they just kind of awarded people the points that they qualified in. So technically, this is George's second podium. But to me, this was his very first podium by merit, where he actually finished the fucking race in third, uh, ahead of the Sir Lewis Hamilton, seven-time world champion, which he was fucking pissed. Is he knighted? Yes, he is knighted. He is Sir Lewis Hamilton. That's retarded. Well, he's he's a massive name in the sport, man. Seven-time world champion, one of the greatest. You could argue the greatest driver of all time. Well, yeah, but it used to be like he's not a fucking war hero or kind anything. Of, kind of interesting that this the quote-unquote greatest driver of all time in a car where the regulations have made everyone pretty even, 
he's starting to easily take him forth. He's being outraced by his uh, his teammate. And he's livid. Lewis Hamilton said on the radio to his own engineers, you guys put me in a difficult situation. It's got to be tough to work for that guy. Or he never takes responsibility, man. It's, I want to like him. I'd I want be like, hey, remember when you were bald? Well, his engineers didn't say anything, but the announcers were just that. like, uh, George is only in third because there was just a fluke safety car that gave him the advantage. So the rest of the table, we got Lewis Hamilton fourth, Lando Norris, and Daniel Ricciardo fifth and sixth for, for, for McLaren. That's huge considering they looked very troubled in the first two races. And then you got Espen Ocon in seventh, Valtteri Bottas in the Alfa Romero getting points in eighth, Pierre Gasly ninth, and my favorite story of the day, Alex Albon in the Williams getting that 10th point by riding the tires all the way to lap 57 of 58, pitting and still getting that point. I didn't know that you had to pit as a rule. Yes, it is a regulation that every team has to pit. I don't, I don't know. Do you have to make why, changes you to your car or do you have to just go in? I think you need to change the compound of the tires. I think you have to change the compound of the tires. You can't just not. Actually, I could be wrong. It only takes fucking two seconds. Actually, I don't know if that's a rule, but it's just kind of, it's uh, it's a no-brainer to change your tires. they should maybe. Pit, you might as well get fresh tires. So what they do in rally is they have like a joker lap, you know? Yeah, yeah, Where yeah. everyone has to take it. I think instead of pitting, maybe you take a joker lap. I do That'd like cool that concept. Too. That is kind of cool. But maybe you can I either take thought, it first or take it last. I always took it first in every race game. Joker lap was always first. I thought that, yeah, I th- like that strategy too. When I play, when I drive in rally and games, simulators. Yeah. But I, uh, I don't know. I don't mind the pit stops. I think it's cool that because some of them, some of these pit stops, uh, McLaren had like a two point four pit stop, which is like absolutely insane. But I mean, you have you have the pit speed, so it takes you fourteen seconds to get there. Yeah. I mean, no, you're kind of in and out. Kinda like, like 14 seconds is 20, total, right? 20 to 30 seconds total to get back on track. Yeah, okay. Because you have to go a certain speed. Other highlights of the race, though, is, I mean, there's a lot we're missing. So, Leclerc dominated. He was about five seconds ahead of most of the race from anybody. I think he was, like, 15 seconds ahead of Perez, but Perez was a good... Yeah, he had a safe... He had a cushion to lead over Russell in second. Verstappen had, went out due to car issues. Signs beached himself in like the first couple laps. He was very aggressive going outside. Well, actually, he had a terrible start to the race, lost like three positions after a poor qualifying in ninth. And then uh, he tried to make like a really uh, adventurous move on the outside of a turn and just went onto the grass, lost control on the grass, going onto the tarmac, and then just spun out into the gravel. And that was it. He didn't crash the car, but beached it beached it he was done and he even like i guess he asked his engineers can the can the stu- can the uh can the guys give me a push and they're like nope you're done son <clears throat> and vettel had probably the worst weekend of his entire career aston martin had such a bad weekend dude they lance stroll got into a car crash vettel crashed in fp3 uh they actually we're talking about how Aston Martin had to have a meeting where Vettel and Stroll had to like apologize to the mechanics, and then right after that, Vettel just fucking crashes the front end to a, into the barrier. Sorry again, boys. Sorry again, boys. Yeah, very terrible, dude. Vettel. Hate to man, make you do your jobs. If he keeps, 
I just want to say, Aston Martin's reserve driver, Nico Hulkenberg, right now is having a cleaner... I mean, he only raced two races, but, dude, I think he did better than Stroll and Vettel with what he had, and at least he kept it on the on the track and didn't fucking crash. Uh, Stroll got into a crash and uh, qualifying and got in trouble for it. He also picked up a fucking five-point time penalty or five-second time penalty for uh, swerving in a straight line. He did a very reckless move on... A, I can't remember if it was Alonso. He was just moving back and forth, being like he basically when a car is behind you and they're gonna overtake you, you can defend by making one move. But it can't be it. dressed. Oh, you no, can't you leave just, left, you, right, left, right. If you're gonna go right, you gotta stay right. You you make that move right, and then that's it. That's it. That's all you can do. You can't go right, left, right, left, right, left. I mean, they're just yeah. You cannot that do sense. that. That's not. That's actually. Um, uh, Martin Brundle said that that's uh, the thieves' honor that you're not supposed to. You just, it's just a code amongst racers that you don't, you know, kill because then the when, other you're be, when you're behind him, like if he passes you, you can, you can, Stroll he, he, it's the, the rules want, apply to him too. Yeah. And like vice versa, no driver wants anyone doing, going back and forth on him. So terrible weekend for both Canadian drivers, Latifi and Stroll, and for Aston Martin. Mick Schumacher finished ahead of K Mag, which is interesting because he's finally beating his teammate. McLaren finds their pace again, and having a great day with a six and seven or fifth, fifth and sixth. So, very exciting. Red Bull might be struggling this year. Ferrari's kind of struggling. Uh, you have like six different teams in the top ten. Absolutely phenomenal. We we'll have to watch it live together sometime. Yeah, I'm down. Just next time it's not at one a.m. Yeah, it's tough. But that's all I got for F1. I know you got to get out of here soon and uh, win that chip, bro. Let's go. Thank you for joining us. We hope you have a great week. Come watch. I'll buy you a beer. I will. I'll I'll join you. I'll meet you down down there. That's all we got. Stay tuned for next week. Uh, Very excited for baseball. I had to pack a lot in really quickly today. Yeah, but it was good, though. It was nice. Thank you. We love you. Peace. Right into us to say hi. We love it when you say hi. Yeah. Bye. Bye.